Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So you're having problems with that computer. Have we got the show for you? Doug Swinhart is in, and it is... Tech Talk on Saturdays between 2 and 3 o'clock. And here is the number. You can send your text. It's easy to do. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. And that's good for a phone call as well. Carrie is producing today with assistance from Jonathan. Uh, once again, the number for a call or a text here on Tech Talk Six five one four six one nine two two six. Computers, hardware, software, whatever. Feel free to call or text the program. Doug, how you been on this lovely Saturday? Oh, absolutely wonderful. It's nice to be here. Steve, I gotta tell you a story if you got a minute. Sure. I got done with a gentleman's computer. He took it home. Next day we connected up as normal remotely, and I kinda went over what, what I did with it. And two days later, I get a call, and it's, my data's all gone. He had one copy, which I did not touch, and I actually showed it to him. Here's your data. Here's how you get to it. And I thought first, well, I could just go back in there and retrieve the files. But the partitions were gone. That's like kiss it goodbye, history. Hey, 25 years he had on there and one copy. I don't know how many times we've talked about this, but... It's it's devastating when people go through this. And I, I said, you know, the only solace you got here is it will never happen again. But I, I I just, I'm amazed. You know, disk space is cheap. Got Google Drive. He's got an Apple product. He has several places where he can put data. But he's very busy. And I can see he put it off, put it off, put it off. But this this one hurt. I just, we need to remind people of this from time to time. And I'm glad you bring it up quite frequently. But this was quite the experience. Yeah, it, it, it is so easy. There are so many different options to back up your data and, and hang on to the really important files, documents, photos, uh, videos, whatever. Uh, the one I really lean on, and I'm a big believer, I, I've had a Yahoo account for years. I don't know how long. And I've had a, a Gmail account for a long time. And, and I generally do not mix work and personal stuff. So I stay away from my work emails. I have a work email here at News Talk, K3OWCCO. And then at my full-time job in the printing business, I have an email. And, and I, I try to keep, occasionally, someone will send me an email that, that's personal. 
but but I generally try to keep that all work and keep all my personal stuff. But what I do, if I have a photo that I really want to keep or a document, whatever that is, I I will email it from one account to the other. So I'll grab the attachment. Now now I have Google Drive as well, and I and I have other backup strategies. But if it's something I absolutely positively have to have, an email from my Yahoo account to my Google account, now I have it in two spots. Yeah, I have it, the, I have it in my the, send folder and my inbox in two different accounts that I can access really from any computer anywhere. And the nice thing about that is the search functions. If you're Whether you're getting your email through Thunderbird, a local client, or through a web browser, you've got that search. And you can just pop that baby in if you can't remember the date or you can't actually recall the, the subject matter or whatnot. You put that in the search box, it's going to pop it right up. I like that idea. I really do. Now, I had a, a guy call me a couple weeks ago and said, well, I've been trying to do this, what Steve does with sending it, but you can't send an email from the same account. It has to be right. a separate account. You know, servers just don't understand, well, I'm sending it to me, and they just won't do anything. So that's important that you do have the two separate accounts. Uh, and I think most people understand that. But that is just a tremendous, tremendous strategy. I, I've been doing that myself for several years. So I, I get it. It makes sense. It really does. Yeah, and, you know, Doug, you, you brought up another thing. Uh, hard, hard drive space is so cheap. You know, little external hard drive and back up everything and – if you have a safe at home or uh, maybe you, you, you take it, uh, you know, you hand it off to someone for, for safekeeping, the point being is it's so cheap. These external hard drives right now, I mean, they're not giving them away. I'm not saying that, but it's still very affordable and a ton of storage space. Oh, my goodness, yes. And the thing is, is that I get a lot, well, I just didn't have the time. Oh. Well, Linux Mint now has this little program called TimeShift. I just backed up 80 gigabytes, 80 gigabytes. And it just it's on the same computer, but then you could just copy the file and send it somewhere. It took four minutes. It, it, it's just incredibly fast. And a lot of backups will run that, that speed at this point. And talking about external drives, even if you get step up to the plate and buy a solid-state drive, which they're now available in externals as well, that is a tremendously fast solution. And if you've got a USB 3.0 or possibly a FireWire port, it's really going to move. It won't take long at all. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a problem I think that should never, ever happen. But from time to time, it does. And I really felt, really felt bad for this gentleman. He's a hard worker. He's got a job, and he's uh, uh, kind of entrepreneurial. He's got four or five businesses happening, and little bit confused with his email accounts that's why he's got too many but we'll get him straightened out this is i just felt so bad for for the man that's it's just heartbreaking <laughs> yeah and and there are plenty of paid services out there we've talked about a couple over the years but there, there's a lot of good paid services as well that'll you know in the middle of the night or whenever uh, back up your files back up your computer it, it just really is you know, heartbreaking when you hear stories like that, that, you know, something doesn't work or it, it, it isn't broken. But there, there is a way to recover uh, a damaged hard drive. There's, there's a company in town you've talked about for a long time as well. Um, so there, there is a way to salvage 
data sometimes, but you're going to pay. Oh yeah, that you're. I think you're referring to Ontrack in yep. uh, Eden Prairie. Uh, K R O L L Kroll Ontrack. The original name was Ontrack. Started by some local gentlemen, and they just do a tremendous job. Uh, if they're not the best on the planet, they have to be in the top three. They're kind of the granddaddy of uh, of uh, data recovery. It's a tremendous business out there. It's a, quite the technology. But the hard drive space today, and I agree with this, that everybody should have a minimum of three copies, especially if it's, if it's important. And start to organize your data. If it's organized, it's much, much simpler. It's much easier. And sometimes people will take pictures. And as you know, these cameras, they just issue a file name. Be really, really simple when you get home or when you're done with your trip or whatever. Sit down and rename those files so they make sense when you're glancing at them in a, in a folder. That, that will simplify everything. And too many pictures can be a bad thing because it will cause disorganization. But you'll get there. It, just work on this thing a little bit and come up with a proper file system and make sure you got at least three copies, minimum three copies. All right, quick break. We have got more on Tech Talk, including jump over to our text line, and you can send that text to 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226, or you can uh, call the studio, talk to Carrie, and uh, she will get you on the air with us. 651-461-9226. When we come back, we'll talk about webcams and how secure they are. Uh, a lot of these devices uh, that they've got around the house, uh, how ultimately secure are they? Uh, we've got a, a text about VirtualBox, and uh, we're going to talk routers. That's all. News Talk, E3OWCCO. Tech Talk continues. We have a lot of texts lined up. We have a caller out of the gate, and we're going to go there. And, and it's not that we're giving callers priority. But uh, you've got two ways to get in on the program, and we'll just outline those again. It's 651-461-9226. Send us a text. We will get to it, or give us a call on the program like Mark did in Cross Lake. Mark, hello. Hello. Got a question for Doug. Uh, I accidentally clicked on a software ad, and, of course, it brought up their website. And now I'm being bombarded by multiple uh, antivirus software uh, manufacturers telling me I've got any number of viruses on my machine and I need to run texts or uh, scans and whatever. Uh, I was under the impression that uh, Windows Defender was pretty much all I really needed on my computer. Uh, can you clarify that for us? I can. Uh, what you need to do at this point is um, is open up a Google page, so you got a search box, and just type in ADW Cleaner, no spaces, A is in Apple, D is in Dog, uh, W is in Winner, and then the word Cleaner, and then space, a plus sign. Tech Talk continues. Doug is here, and uh, we had uh, a gentleman on the phone line, and we're going to try and go back there. Uh, right now, let's go to Cross Lake again, and uh, sir, you're back on with Doug here on Tech Talk. Hey, I'm glad of that. Uh, it seems like Odyssey likes to cut people off in the middle. Uh, and I was listening to his explanation on how to deal with 
uh, the antivirus pop-ups, they're worse than the viruses. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is, in my opinion, this is malware of the worst kind. It's just just ugly. But uh, ADW Cleaner from Malwarebytes, you can either download it right from the Malwarebytes site uh, or Major Geeks. Getting it from Major Geeks is probably going to be a little quicker. It just pops you right into the download page. I don't recommend that you save files on your desktop very often, but this is a very small program. You can save it right on your desktop so it's accessible. Once you run it, just delete it and get rid of it. Just make sure you don't reboot after you download it because some of these little malware, they will actually pick up that you're trying to get rid of it and they will take countermeasures. But if you run that, it will clean everything. Just let it do its thing. That's the best advice I can give you. And you might need to clean your cache files in each browser as well. Uh, and hopefully you got multiple browsers. And I hope that helps, sir. Have a good weekend. Yeah, very good, Mark. Thanks for the call. And multiple browsers. We haven't talked about that at all lately uh, for whatever reason. Um, I use Chrome a ton just because that's what we're on at my full-time job. Um a lot, lot of programs require Chrome. Firefox is another option. But uh, it, it is imperative, e- even if you have a Windows 10 machine and, and you're fine, say, for instance, using the Edge browser, that, that's just fine. Not my favorite, but you want to have multiple browsers. And, and Doug, get, get into here in the next minute or so why it's imperative you have multiple browsers. Well, first of all, they're free. So it's not costing anything to download them and install them. More importantly than that is that just like the what Mark's dealing with, that gentleman just called us. Uh, if he's only got one browser and he's got something crucial going on and it's affecting the cache files in that browser, well, he's got to stop and repair before he can make another move. Have another browser, he can open that up, finish his task, and then go fix But I think every computer should have a minimum of three web browsers, Google Chrome and or Chromium. And and most browsers, there's a ton of browsers out there that are built on a Chrome core. The the Chrome operating system for the browser is open source, and people can download it and create their own. The Brave browser is built on a Chrome core, but it's way, way beyond what you find in most browsers. The Brave browser, I just think that's, and that's usually my go-to browser. I do have Chromium running all the time. That's where three of my email addresses are. I've got Chrome running all the time. That's where three other email addresses are. So I kind of contain those, and I search from those two browsers. But if I'm surfing, doing research, I'm generally in Firefox or Brave, and I've been playing around with a new one called Falcon, F-A-L-K-O-N. And this is built on a Mozilla Firefox core. And this is a sweet little browser, too. I expect good things from this browser. But there is just a plethora of web browsers. And they all operate about the same. It's just your, your window to the Internet, so to speak. And you should have minimum of three, absolute minimum. And I hope that helps. Quick break. We have more tech talk on the way with Doug. Uh, here is that number again if you want to send a text or call the program 
And it is 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. And when we come back following a quick weather break, uh, we will get into some of the things on the text line, including routers. We have a couple of questions about routers, including those, those portable routers or or portable hotspots. We'll, we'll get into that with Doug here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Tech Talk, a lot of great texts already on the program. We'd love to get your call or text at 651-461-9226. That is 651-461-9226. And let's get to this one. Um, I've heard about VirtualBox. Not sure what it is, but uh, someone on the text line downloaded VirtualBox. Is there anything more I need to download? Um how, how, how does all of this work? Yeah, this is an interesting program. It's a piece of software that you can put in Linux, Windows, or Mac, and you can actually install another operating system inside a VirtualBox, so it's basically running inside the other operating system. It's, um, it sounds like it's uh, really bizarre, and it works just slick. Uh, I would say you should also get the extension pack, Right along about the same time you're doing this, uh, that's going to allow you to attach almost effortly to the USB drives, external drives. And that's really the big thing with VirtualBox is connecting the host operating system to the VirtualBox and then running the operating system so it's almost flawless. But um, like people want Windows 7. I can't really install it on a hard drive anymore, but I can put it in VirtualBox so we set up a Linux machine, install VirtualBox, and then install Windows 7 inside of that. They end up with a little icon on their desktop. They double-click it. If they've got more than one desktop on their computer, which they should, because Linux, like Windows today, can have virtual desktops, they go to a full screen, and it just looks just exactly like it was booted off the hard drive. Computers need to be fairly substantial to make this operate properly. I'd say a minimum of an i5 quad processor and should have minimum uh, 8 gigs. Now, the minimums according to Oracle, big company in Minneapolis that actually produced VirtualBox. And I'm sure that the requirements are much, much less, but you want something, enough power to where it, it just feels exactly the same. And the newer computers are handling this just fine. And you don't have to spend big money to have nice computers. VirtualBox is absolutely fascinating to me. I just think it's one of the greatest innovations that we've ever had, ever. I, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, here's a good one about uh, webcams. Uh, have a webcam at the office. Can those be used as a security camera? And then ultimately, there, there, there's another one that I wanted to follow up on when it when it comes to these webcams. Most laptops have cameras built in. Uh, how, how secure are these, and can people get bat, get at those? You know, this is um, th- this is this is a huge question. As far as using them for security cameras, yes, that nearly any one of them will work as a security cam. It's the software that you have that's tying that together that creates a feed over the internet, so you can watch it from another device. Uh, or your local area network, one or the other. The the security in cameras 
has been questioned since the day they came out. And I have noticed uh, the German company that I've referred to, um, uh, Purism, P-U-R-I dot S-M is their website, and they're all about security. The computers that they produce, the, the laptops and the notebooks, they all shut off the camera with a hard switch, just like turning on a light bulb or turning on a light switch at home. I think that's the most secure. I don't think that just anybody can break into a computer. This is pretty sophisticated. I know that law enforcement has no problem even turning a TV into a camera so they can watch people in their living rooms, actually. But here again, it's no easy task. This is uh, pretty complex to do. And that one of the reasons I like Linux is that camera cannot come on without turning on the light. I think that that was an issue in Windows, but I believe Microsoft has that solved as well. Uh, Apple Mac is very secure with their cameras. Linux is very secure. But a word of caution, you really want to kind of pay attention to these things because it's anything that's connected to the outside world, there's no such thing as 100% safe. There just isn't. It's like be like leaving your door open in your house. That's open. People can come in. So it's how your network is set up has a huge effect on this. And I hope that helps. Yeah, and Doug, I, I know there, there are these little things that, for instance, you can put on your laptop, and it's a little door that, that you can slide to open and, and close. And, oh, yeah. And, I, bought, uh, I bought a package of 10 of those on Amazon, I think, for $11. Right. And we have them on all of our laptops here at home. A couple of Chromebooks. My wife has a, a MacBook that is a work-issued uh, computer, but, you know, we, we have it on all of those. And, and because, and it's not necessarily paranoia, it, but it is, you never know. Well, it's just, just, like, just like a backup or a car insurance. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. It's a, and they're, they're really inexpensive. As long as you get good ones that they stay put, and with a laptop or a notebook, we don't want them real fat because you don't want to be bending that display. But they're they're indispensable. I think I think you should be able to shut them all down. All my webcams have the have the actual physical. Well, you call it a door or a window, but it it shuts it off. I and mean, there's no way that I my phone case even has one on the back camera. Well, I, and, I, and from our text line, I just want to throw out there. Someone said duct tape's very effective well there you go <laughs> so, i like it i like that, another the, an, another use for duct tape i love oh, it yeah uh, how can we get along without that right I know, for sure that's uh that's text of the week for sure here in tech talk six five one uh nine uh four six one nine two two six six five one Four six one nine two two six, and that is good for a call or a text. Uh, you'll visit with Carrie in the studio today. Uh, by all means, uh, feel free to call or text. Uh, computers, hardware, software—you you name it. Uh, Doug, Doug's willing to take it on. Um, let, let's talk about routers a little bit. I upgraded to a Wi-Fi six router at Spectrum. Not sure what Spectrum is, but uh, now my older laptop will not display that router name, but it will all of my neighbors. So I, I would assume Spectrum is a provider of theirs. Yeah, well, Wi-Fi 6 Netgear has just released um, a Wi-Fi 6, and it's a, a quad processor. Um, if you, It will extend something around 10,000 feet. Uh, they're not cheap, 
But that Wi-Fi 6 running that type of bandwidth, you're looking at, 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 at twice the speed of an Ethernet in a Wi-Fi. So, yeah, things are changing in this business for sure. I'm a little concerned with the amount of, well, you got 2.4, you got 5 gigahertz, now you got 6 gigahertz, and which really does not equate at all to like a 2.4 on your cell phone or a 5 gigahertz on your cell phone. It's a, it's a whole different technology, so to speak. It's, um, but it's a, this, is, this is a fast-paced world. Right now, Netgear's leading this. I kind of tend to hold off on new equipment. I want to see what comes out from uh, uh, TP-Link. But routers are, are absolutely an essential part for security, connectivity, and really, no matter what you have for an Internet provider, and most of the Internet providers will come with a combination unit. They, they call it a modem, but it truly is a router. And that will take care of the entire house, the Wi-Fi, the local area network. I like the idea of putting a router inside that modem. And that actually is going to give you another layer of protection before any of your devices are ever touched. So they're indispensable. And here again, the prices of these things have dropped over the years to the point of just ridiculous. You can get a really nice TP-Link for around $100, $120, and they run and run and run. And the competition in this industry is huge. So you're seeing some, I think, probably the best prices we're ever going to see in routers. Uh, they're great technology. Um, Doug, uh, speaking of routers, uh, the, the portables, and, and I think of those as, as hot spots. And anybody who has a smartphone also has a hotspot that they they can run their laptop from etc in my experience and, and i've had a hotspot from at&t for a number of years now and when we were in the process of of moving at my full-time job from one facility to another, they shut down the network at the old facility as people exited the building, and I was there with, with a couple other people winding things down. I brought my hotspot from home, and we were able to operate our computers and my printer from that hotspot. A, a phone typically you have in your pocket, and you move around. The hotspot, we set it up, we got it trained up, got the printer to work, and it worked beautifully for a couple of weeks in that role uh, kind of running a network, if you will. So while cell phones have hotspots, if, if you want to get serious, I, I think those those portable hotspots, those dedicated units, um, I think mine's a Netgear. I've had it for four or five years. Still works great. They have come so far in this part of our industry that AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, they will all offer users a little device. And you're right. Nearly every smartphone has this built in. But I, these little devices, if you have that device, there's some security that's added to this thing that I just don't think that a smartphone can quite handle at this point, not to the level that they do. And reliable? Oh, goodness. And, and here again, you could be in your car. Anywhere you've got cell phone, you will have net, uh, Internet, which is huge. And that goes way beyond. I think this technology is also developing at light speed. It's going to be real interesting to see where we're at in, in, in two or three years even. But they have come so far. I remember fighting with these things when they first come out. 
They were a struggle, did not just to get connected, but to keep them connected. Today, that's all gone. It's done. The, like the experience you're having, I know many people that have these that are traveling. They, they just, they're indispensable, absolutely indispensable. And most of the, of the carriers don't charge a whole lot of money for the service once you get this thing bought. And I think most of them are selling for less than $100 today, I think. Yeah, it, my, mine's been paid off for years. Now, now remember, we were sucking up bandwidth on my wireless plan, but we still didn't max that out or, or go beyond or I didn't have to pay a penalty on my monthly bill to AT&T. And like I say, there, there were two people and a computer, and even a third person who would jump in and use that from time to time. Uh, when the the network went down at the old building and we just used the hotspot, and once again it was dedicated. What I have found when, when I've been traveling with a laptop and using the hotspot on my phone, it's just not as reliable. You get a phone call, you put it in your pocket, you walk away, and then the laptop disconnects. If you have that dedicated hotspot, I found it to be a lot more stable. And you're right. They're not very expensive. They'll usually work them in with your monthly data plan. But remember, uh, you're, you're using up that data that, that you're paying for on your monthly plan. But they're handy to have if you find yourself in a situation where you need stable Internet access beyond what the hotspot on your phone wires. So I, I would consider it. Like I say, the device I have is a is a is a Netgear, and it's got to be four or five years old, and it still works great. And, that's and way, the battery that's should be, and the battery will last all day on this thing. So yeah, yeah, they're tough to beat. They really are. They've they've come so far. I'm I'm really glad that we mentioned them. They they don't get a lot of a lot of attention, and they should. Yeah, especially people who are on the move or or they're traveling or which a lot of us are today. They're just. They're gonna, it's going to pay for itself again and again and again. I think it's a great service, and it's great equipment. And I wouldn't have any problem uh, recommending that to anybody. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about an ASUS computer. Uh, we're, we're also going to uh, get into uh, password management software. Uh, that's a big topic as well. And how do you manage all these passwords? It's a great topic, and everyone struggles with it, and we'll get into that before we say goodbye. It is Tech Talk on a Saturday. Uh, the numbers, again, as always, and this is good for all our programs, 651-461-9226. A call or a text it gets you into the studio, 651-461-9226. Here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. The hour has gone so quickly, it always does here on Tech Talk with Doug. Uh, we want to get a call in here. Uh, we are very tight on time. Let's go to Karen and Wyzetta. Karen, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Thank you. Doug, I can't get um, email on my GoDaddy account, so I called them, and I realized then that I'm getting it on my wife. I'm not. <laughs> I'm getting it on my phone and my iPad, but I'm not getting it at home on my Wi-Fi. Yes, yep, I know, I know what you got going on, and I'll tell you what. A- after the show, you give me a call, and we'll have my number here in a minute, and I'll walk you through that. You've got one device that's set up with POP3, and we've got to set that device up called IMAP or web-based, and that way you'll, it will be displayed on all of your devices, and it will automatically be synced no matter where you're working. Yeah, I know what you're dealing with. This is uh, pretty common. 
pretty common indeed. You'll, um, we'll have that corrected for you in no time at all. And thank you for the call. Yeah, and by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email right at the end of the program today if you want to reach out to him. Um, Doug, let's get into password management software. I know this is a big topic, and we'll probably revisit it again next week because it is such a big topic. One of the advantages of Google having a Gmail account, using that Google suite of services like like Drive, etc., a very robust password manager, uh, Mm -hmm. super handy, Key is, though, you don't want to ever lose your Google password, but but there are other services that will help you manage passwords. I think we're going to see more of this. Now that Google has rolled this out, it's just a matter of time. And Apple's been working on one for, I think, over a year, and you're, you're going to just see them coming just popping right out. I like the idea of a password manager, but we got to be able to trust these companies as well, and it's much easier to trust like Google or AT&T, your provider, or Xfinity. But this is, a, this is getting to be an issue. If you have less than 25 passwords, you can always just do a Word doc and save it up under Google Drive. Okay. And the problem with that, though, is now you got to remember your Google password. But that should be the one password that you remember. <laughs> Whatever you're using for a cloud service, that's got to be your hub. Yeah, for, for sure. You, you, you don't want to forget that one. Nope. Uh, that that's for sure. And let, let's let's agree to revisit this topic and password management next week on the program because this is huge and it's not going away anytime soon. So well, so we a lot of people are confused with this. This is a yeah. this is a big big issue across the country and and the world for that matter. Yeah. it's a it's tough stuff keeping that all straight. All right, Doug, we've got to run your phone number and email. Ah, thank you. Six five one five five two. 9543, and of course, admin, A-D-M-I-N, at dot com. Thank you, Steve. All right, Doug, enjoy the day. It is a lovely one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.